0: hello and welcome folks to episode 90 of the ministry of dice podcast we're a uk-based podcast talking about all things dice masters i'm chris otherwise known online as the true mr six and the squeaky chair over there is
1: Hola, aka andy squeaky chair aka
0: andy squeak it right out the gate nice big chair squeak on the end I,
1: I, I was like oh he's gonna get upset about that one
0: <laughs> that's
1: your new chair as well i know but <laughs> what do you do to this <laughs> my, chairs. my heft <laughs> just, this chair gets sat on for like eight nine hours a day
0: <laughs> well our conversation about your heft just prior to this recording may end up in the outtake yet
1: <laughs> i, I recording it all <laughs> I, I noticed i did notice I did notice. astronaut man so i checked
0: even though it's episode 90 we've actually got 93 episodes oh so i was right i mentioned last episode that we uh closer to
1: the 100 than we think but we can't do our 100th episode and episode 97 that's just weird Welcome to the Nice episode ninety-seven. We're celebrating our (laughs) hundredth episode today. Don't work.
0: Will it be episode ninety-eight? I think that's probably very, very. It wouldn't. You said that we're on
1: ninety-three now.
0: Yeah, this is episode ninety-three, but we're on ninety. But we're on ninety. Oh no, this is episode ninety-two. Sorry. No, this is episode ninety. And then there's there's three. We've got ninety. We've got ninety episodes out. We've got 92 episodes out, and this is episode 90.
1: Right. All right, then, yeah. I'm with you.
0: So it makes it the 90... So this is the 92nd episode. No,
1: no, no, 90. 90. Did you know, little known fact, the average age of the soldiers in the Vietnam War was 90? It's a song about it. It's crazy. I can't believe I got all those old people to fight. Anyway, I digress.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Well, thanks
1: for that. I love a little known fact. No, 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 90. 90. (laughs) No, 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 no. Ninety.
0: Well, we'll figure that out. But I think doing our 100th episode on our 98th episode is very appropriate for us. <laughs> True story. Because that is actually our 100th episode. <laughs> but in any case, there we go. So chair squeak and 100, 100, impending 100 episodes. But we've got another
1: cracking episode for you fine folks this week. Ooh. Yes, we have. Because we've had some spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. spoiler alert. We've got yeah. some content to talk about.
0: There's been lots going on. Yeah, there's been spoilers. There's been an event since we last recorded. There's been some stuff on the website. We set a challenge and we got some stuff for that. There's loads of stuff going on. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Before we get into that, I always like to ask, what have you been up to, my man, in the last two weeks since we recorded? Oh, thank you for asking. It
1: makes me feel a little bit special. Um, what have I been up to? It's lockdown is draining me a little bit. The first, the first one was all kind of we're all in this together. The second one didn't really count. It just was like, I don't even think it. Just there was no change. This one just seems to be dragging. The kids are at home, tired at the end of the day. So what I'm trying to say is I've not done a lot of gaming. Dice Masters wise, we have played some games. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have started our challenge. We did a lovely game last week on the different IG cards. And I, p- I picked the Adam Warlock, the one that gets you to, when you field it, uh, you can, um, what is it that he does again? You can, you can put a, a dice in the reserve pool so you can field it again. I didn't like it was a four cost. So the idea is good, but it's, it's too expensive. But that, that three cost Rocket Raccoon, that when you field it, it does damage equal to his attack to a target player. Not target player, target opponent, uh, opposing <laughs> dice is, um, is really good. I like that a lot. So you, you always
0: love the stuff that's really old school because it, it
1: reminds me of, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. What well, from, um, <laughs> The right at the start uh, ha- avx
0: and you're using the Angry issues global now that i think about it <laughs> spamming ko's and then buffing all your dudes with all, all about issues, the old school mate <laughs> it's like basically an avx team that you played
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can't beat it um, so just, that was just, just swatch your hawk out for a raccoon
1: <laughs> animal welfare and all that no animals were in the filming of that video and if you do want to check out that video that will be on our youtube it will it is and it will continue to be there so that's dice masters we're having a a game later on Uh, we'll talk about the the challenge a bit later on and the teams and all that jazz but that should be fun i said i would try the aliens uh epic no legendary legendary encounters i've not I've been thinking about this quite a bit. It feels a bit weird to spend a lot of effort to lay out a board game to play with yourself. Right. Um, When we've done when I've done it in the past, it's like, (laughs) as opposed to your other efforts to play with yourself. That's easy, isn't it? All you need is like, hold, stop. An
0: incognito tab.
1: It's like, when you've got mates coming over, like you set, you know, or you go over to mate's house, it's all set up. You're going to have an event, you're going to have mates over. It's going to be a nice evening. I likened it to like when you cook for yourself and no one else, you're not going to make the flipping shepherd's pie or the, you know, posh dinners. You just do yourself like beans on toast or a cheese toastie or something because it's just you. And it's I, I don't know. I've not tried it yet. I'll have to kind of get past my um, emotional insecurities. And, uh, and, and unwrap the cards and get them playing. However, on the flip side, what is easy to do on your own is play some Apex because you just need to pick up a controller uh, and then your mates pop up on your screen when they are doing the same thing. Uh, so I have been playing a lot of Apex Legends. I managed to, between myself and my boy, get up the battle pass 110. So we have maxed that bad boy out uh, yeah. and got all the, the loot and the special skins, etc. So that was cool. Enjoyed that. Played that loads. Done some with you. Done some with Javier. That was quite cool. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, other than that, then it's just been farting around with the kids, trying to keep them entertained. We made Shrinky yeah. Dinkies. This is oh, completely yeah. unrelated to anything gaming or Dice Masters. Who You must have done it as a kid. And I'm guessing the listeners may have done the same, unless they're young, in which case they might not. Put it with my own kids. You get a crisp packet, put it in the oven, and it shrinks it down and then you can make things out of it be it a key ring or a key ring yeah. um <laughs> but yeah that that was that filled up two minutes <laughs> a lockdown man and it has been extended <laughs> i know right so we found out today because I America's not in a lockdown are they
0: I don't know what they've got going on over there it seems to be like they're all just carry it on just
1: carry (laughs) it on wear a mask and you're all right yeah um yeah things have gone right down the toilet here and that's um, because
0: we've got we've got mutant
1: we have got mutant covid COVID over here yeah we always have to be special um yeah absolutely rule britannia (laughs) and all that yeah but yeah so i think that's about it really
0: right okay yeah I can hear it in your voice. You sound so enamored with your activity. <laughs>
1: yeah, it just seems like a bit of life being a little bit of a grind at the moment. The one saving grace for me is that I get to create this beautiful podcast for our lovely listeners.
0: Oh, isn't that nice, everybody? Isn't it? And that's okay, it. Well, okay, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. And now everyone's in a great mood. How have you been up to it? Uh, what have I been up to? So I mentioned last episode, because of the our uh, recording and release schedule, I mentioned last episode that I will have played in Breath Weapon X by the time that episode had come out, but because we pre-recorded our episode, I wasn't able to talk about it. So there's the Breath Weapon X event that I took, that I participated in. Was that was that was super fun, man. Yeah, I had a great time. I want to publicly thank Alex and Rob over at Breath Weapon X because I really enjoyed myself. Folks aren't aware it was a single affiliation tournament that was held on a uh, Saturday, so it was a, a you know one of these kind of big OP online Saturday things. Uh, five rounds, twenty-two players, so it was a, a good night's play. Uh, I played the Inhumans list that I've been. I'd been testing out with you for a couple of weeks beforehand. I did all right. I won two rounds, lost three. If you watch the videos, you can kind of see where my red wine intake was starting to affect my decision making <laughs> and my ability to win games. <laughs> I played a game against Ben and he had uh what's that one? Splinters teachings, is it Splinter's Teachings that does the switcheroo with the
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Transfer power, power is the new one. One. Oh he might have been, yeah, it might
0: have been it might have been transfer power he had. But in any case, I, as you well know, my team generates a lot of shields to plow into the Bartskin Global to do the ping damage with King Black Bolt. Yeah. But so I thought, oh hang on a minute, I'll save that back. I'll use it in Ben's turn when he attacks with his he was using that justice, you know, the sidekick combo one. Right. So I thought I'll save these shields back and when he attacks I'll do some switch through sh- shenanigans and or you know, I'll do my stuff in his turn so he passed priority i was like no pass back and he went end turn i was like oh ugh, balls no nope. uh, so it was a load of shields that just got dumped and you know uh, in my, had i not had a few glasses of wine by that point i might have gone well the obvious choice on ben's part would be to just not attack in that situation but you know when you're not processing but regardless of silly misplays silly drunken misplays like that i had a really great time uh, and then we wiled away to the wee hours playing, I can't remember what it was called, some stupid party game thing that Alex had
1: I distrust any party game that Alex might produce.
0: It was. I didn't know what was going on, I was really drunk by that point I had no idea what was happening, I was. it was just telling me to press buttons so I was just doing it but it was still a laugh because those guys were, you know uh, the the UK crowd, we were all hanging out and just having a laugh with that so the tournament was awesome, the guys ran it really smoothly, but just uh, if, if I was to ask you, Green Arrow is, it, is he a DC or a Marvel character? What would you say? Green Arrow is a DC character. He is a DC character. That's right. And I just, uh, you know, putting that out there. Good. That sounds yeah. like... They'll know. They'll know what, all right. what that's all about. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, there was that. There was Breath Weapon X. Uh, and speaking of online play, one thing I've done in the last two weeks is I've finally got round to updating our Mod Cribs pages on the britroller6.com website to have the written guide that we promised when we did the mod cribs videos like a year ago
1: (laughs) (laughs) good work
0: yeah it's only taken me 12 months so some listeners may recall uh, literally this time last year i think actually we did a series of videos called mod cribs that took a look at online play setups The first video of the series is like a quick start guide. This is how to get set up. This is how to get into a video call and you're away kind of thing. And then we gathered up these short clips from around the online play community of other people's setups, really to kind of demonstrate how easy it is, how how many different approaches people take, all the different types of sizes and shapes of play spaces that people are using. And we said at that time, oh, we'll throw some bits together, some links and put a supporting page up on the website. 12 months later, <laughs> it has arrived, it's there. <laughs> so I sat down and all these random kind of notes that I had saved up, I'd kind of written a lot of it offline. I finished it up and got it posted. Good work. Think,
1: Better well, late than yeah, never.
0: Absolutely, and I think it's pretty good. I think I've done a pretty decent job on it, actually, to be fair. If I do say so myself, so we've got the uh, the ModCribs videos and stuff are embedded in there, but there's also... Uh, a section on video conferencing and all the different video calling websites with links. There's uh, a section on equipment and there's loads of stuff I put in there. What are the cameras that I know people are using? What are the headsets I know people are using? How are they hanging them above their play mats? You know, all that stuff with links to Amazon. So you don't even have to think about it. You can just go get the stuff if you want to get it or at least see an example. You know, Uh, there's pages about advice on playing and, and, the etiquette and the expectations and the little things we do, like how we set out our, you know, our field zones. So people know what level dice are on and things like that. So I put loads of detail in. I'm really quite pleased with it. Good job. Thanks mate. Yeah. So if you're listening and you've been thinking about getting involved in online play, and you'd like to get some of the finer detail of how we do it when we get together every Wednesday night, then it's all there. If you go to www.britrealistsits.com in the banner bar at the top, if you go to the Mod Cribs Guide, it's called, and that'll take you to the homepage of that space. And then there's links out to the various sections, like setup, equipment, et cetera.
1: No excuses now.
0: No, no, absolutely. So there's that going on. Obviously, our games that we played... Over Hi. the Wednesdays. Uh, and then I listened to Double Double and Dice this week. Amazing. What a And those podcast. guys, yeah, great, absolutely. Hello, Jocelyn. Hello, Kim. And those guys got involved, kind of did a follow-up to our episode and got involved in the conversation around this kind of impatience, or not impatience, I suppose. That's the wrong choice of word. But that, that kind of hankering for the new Dark Phoenix products and why there's so many people getting very kind of, what's the word, wrapped up in it and and fist-clenchy about it not arriving anxious um yeah and sort of expanded on some of the discussion that we'd had in our episode there so i can highly recommend that one
1: after this one
0: absolutely yeah absolutely and we we had a few people come out the woodwork respond as well off the back of that so uh, just quickly if you haven't listened to
1: the last episode i feel like i'm talking a lot should i take a pause for a minute no that's no? what okay. we you know it's the whole thing if you weren't talking then it would be a bit of a crummy podcast wouldn't it <laughs> just be silence
0: <laughs> but you could could so in our last episode we had a bit of a discussion around how we're seeing a lot of sort of negative posts or frustrated posts around the dark phoenix delay and what's going on there we had a few people come out the woodwork and it seems that it's not so much the fact that it's delayed although there are some who are a bit like oh i've drafted it to death now i'm ready which i think the north american experience is a bit different to ours here in europe but It seems to be the radio silence on WizKids' part seems to be the source of frustration.
1: Oh, okay. But then if they tell us it's going to be delayed, we're just going to get annoyed anyway.
0: Well, that's it. And I think, I mean, there's reasons. Everything has a reason. Uh, We don't know what those reasons are, but there are reasons why they're choosing not to speak to what's going on with that set. I mean, there's a lot of press coverage right now about this Chinese container shortage and shipping crisis, and so on and so forth, which may have something to do with it, may not. I think, looking at it from from my perspective, the, the radio silence, I suspect, is probably driven by not wanting to affect pre-order behavior by customers. Fair point. They're in a bit of a catch-22, because if they announce a delay, then people are going to stop pre-ordering. But they may need that pre-order as a, a financial life raft in light of the fact that the shipping crisis is causing increased shipping costs. Do you know what I mean? It's like a Catch-22
1: situation, Pat. It's very in-depth, isn't it? Is that what someone wrote to you and said? No, that's me expanding on what Uh, has been said. What's
0: mostly been said to us is, get where you're coming from, Chris and Andy, but I just wish Wish Whiskids would say something.
1: I had an email come in to me about that as well. Did you? I did. Do you want me to read it? Sure. It says, I don't care. I just want it all now. I want all the new stuff, and I don't like waiting. And that was from, uh, I think she might be Polish, Ivana It now.
0: Okay. Well, that certainly supports some of what we thought might have been the case.
1: True story there. (laughs) I had another email from uh, Mr. IP Freely. Oh, yeah. Is he okay? He's all right. And Drew. Do you know Drew?
0: I don't know Drew. I don't think.
1: Drew, you know Drew Peacock. Uh, he's a nice man. So yeah, he's a little bit. I don't know.
0: Down <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for me. I think that's my updates. I haven't done any additional game. Oh, I finished Crackdown three. Oh, good work. I don't, if, I don't know if I mentioned that recently, but I've been on my Xbox and I finished Crackdown three. Well, I finished the main campaign, and now there's this whole like free play thing where you got to go and collect all five hundred orbs and that but i'm not gonna yeah no main story got no time for that yeah got no time for that but i haven't had we haven't had any board games out recently with the
1: fam ah oh. just give it a go yes yeah <laughs> maybe i will
0: and there we go that's it i'm done that's everything for me
1: cool well there you go folks that's what we've been up to it is hard do you know what i found quite hard i don't want to be miserable but it's, it's dark so quick isn't it
0: Yeah. It yeah.
1: feels like you like it's just I don't like short days. I've never liked the short days. Um, I like it when it's like half nine, ten o'clock, and it's still light outside. And I suppose it's weird because in some countries, like it's dark for like six months of the year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Scandinavian stuff. They have really long nights.
1: That would do my head in if you live somewhere where it is nighttime for like six months and then daytime for six months. Let us know because that must be mental. I imagine you'd have to have good blinds. Uh, yeah, for the. For for when sorry, it's, mom, yeah. <laughs> Because you just wouldn't <laughs> sleep, would you? No. Nope. Unless you get put into like cryostasis for six months when it's dark.
0: I I think that's unlikely.
1: Or hibernate like a bear.
0: Although they are very affluent countries in, you know, Scandinavia. So maybe maybe they do. Maybe they do do that.
1: Do, 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 do. I don't man. know.
0: Uh, if, you, if you're out there and you're listening, let us know. Enlighten us, please. Pun intended.
1: Like that. I like that. <laughs> right <laughs> let's tell the this is what we got coming up Yes, <laughs> do that what have we got coming up chris
0: What have we got coming up? Well, we're going to bounce into a community focus. There's been a little bit of activity on the scene, some community-related news with regards to the DC Dice Masters Superman Kryptonite Crisis. We're going to have a bit of a natter about that. Spoilers! Yeah, very exciting. And then I'm I'm buzzing, actually, because it's a DC set, but I'll save that for the segment. And then we have our Infinity Gauntlet Challenge in our last episode, Andy. Threw down his gauntlet once again and challenged me and you guys, the listeners, to look at some lesser-used cards from the Infinity Gauntlet set and talk about some brews or some combos or team ideas. And we've had a few people send us some stuff in, and we've also played around with some ideas of our own. So we're going to have a bit of an chat about that. We're going to focus on the modern teams in this episode, and then, as if one challenge wasn't enough, Andy set another challenge, which will. Form the part of our final segment this episode where we were looking to make some homemade dice storage solutions bum, bum, bum. and we're gonna have a little bit of i don't know like a, a a diary review of what we did and then we'll share some pictures we'll follow up on our facebook or something yeah <laughs> so, you
1: can all, so you can all laugh at us
0: and with all that said and done that will conclude our episode
1: well that sounds amazing Ninety yeah, episodes? Can you believe it? Ninety-two episodes. <laughs> what episode number
0: is this? This is episode ninety. Ninety but we've actually,
1: episodes. But we, We've actually made
0: ninety-two episodes, plus this one, which makes ninety-three. So we're ninety-three episodes. We're seven away from our hundred, folks. <laughs> How could? Well, no, this episode is ninety. Uh, okay, sure. Plus uh, two. In the interest of this, in the interest of this intro, not getting overly long, I'm just gonna. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> i'll wait i'll wait until the numbered episode 100 (laughs) it's coming even though that'll actually be episode 102 (laughs) right on with the show
1: this is london calling
0: here is the news Yes, there we are then, folks. There was the pips. This is news time. It's a community-focused segment. In community-focused segments, we like to talk about interesting news from around the community. And we have got some very exciting news to talk about this episode. Aren't we just? Aren't we just? Absolutely, we have. So uh, quite a bit going on. We're recording. We're pre-recording this episode, but uh, I've got the inside scoop. So I should be able to hopefully accurately talk about all the events that by the time you listen to this will have happened. So on Tuesday, Tuesday, the 26th of January, WizKids YouTube channel has a Tuesday night stream called Much Ado About Gaming, presented by Jessa Blackthorn.
1: They should get us to do that, you know.
0: Well, maybe we will. We need to be. What's the uh, tight T-shirt guy? We're not as uh, we need like higher celebrity status.
1: I'll work on it.
0: All right, yeah, I'll leave that in your capable hands.
1: We could do video corn kind of like we could do video messages for people for money that will get us up there.
0: <laughs> I'll get us on that website. I'll send them let's not start.
1: Yeah, let's not get into that.
0: We just haven't got the time of the episode for you to share that. That's a mod extra type segment. All right,
1: <laughs> we'll work on it.
0: What was I saying now? Oh, and they did a Dice Masters themed episode, and at the conclusion of that Dice Masters themed episode. Th- 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 and at the conclusion of that Dice Masters themed episode, uh, Jessa shared a batch of six spoilers from the upcoming DC Dice Masters Superman Kryptonite Crisis set. That's a mouthful of a title, actually. Say again, DC Dice Masters Superman Kryptonite Crisis. Even if you just shorten it to the Superman Kryptonite Crisis, I still feel like I can't get my lips around it. Why if you just say Kryptonite Crisis? That's what she said. <laughs> that doesn't and they—they they were
1: sense. <laughs>
0: They were. I think I was saying it in response to my own sentence of "can't get my lips around it." Oh, but, K- uh, but, but K- it came too slow. Yeah, SKC, Superman. DC, SKC, Dmem. <laughs> yeah, <better>. that's easier. <laughs> so we had that batch of six spoilers, uh, but. Uh, WizKids very graciously had uh, given us a sneak peek at, of those cards. So we had uh, a follow-up post ready to go pretty much at the conclusion of the stream which went out um, shortly after Much Ado About Gaming had finished. But then... Bum, 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 Steve over at dm Marder Uh, had a couple of cards that he revealed on a video that he put out on the Wednesday. We then put some additional cards out on the Thursday, as did DM North on their Thursday night quiz stream. So there's quite a few new DC DM SKC cards to take a look at. Um, Loads of spoilers. uh, With an announcement that the new estimated date for its release is June. If that
1: comes out in June, I'll eat my shirt. I don't wear hats much. Hacks I do
0: sometimes. Shit. You all heard it, folks. That you, ain't coming out now, in June. You've now karmically put us in a position where...
1: Not yeah. happening. No way.
0: Steady our patience. Come
1: Come in December it. 2030. <laughs> DC, SKC, We've seen some of the cards.
0: <laughs> <We've seen some laughs> of the cards. So, uh, yeah, lots of really exciting stuff. And some of them are very eye-catching as well.
1: They are. Let's talk about them okay what
0: would you like to talk about
1: i'd like to talk about this investigate (laughs) i obviously don't want to talk about it but um (laughs) because i can't say it investigative journalism which this podcast is obviously all about indeed
0: yeah the absolute height of
1: journalistic in it quality yeah and daily planet as well that's like a mini version
0: yes Yeah, yeah i like them yeah, so these are a couple of basic actions that let you draw some dice and then do some stuff with them, either prep them or roll them, depending on whatever decision you decide to make at that time, which I think is the interesting twist. It's like an extra level of flexibility in them both that makes them interesting.
1: Yeah, I think they're priced too high, but you get that Becky Lynch where you uh, it you attack with her and then you can pick one of your basic actions, to, or is it both of them? That's one of them. You bet you. No, take, one of them. you one of them, and then you roll it that one. And there's some other kind of things you can do. It might all be golden stuff where you can trigger basic actions without having to buy them. I think they're a bit too expensive to buy, but I think if you can get some mechanic where you're firing them off, you could just be having buckets of dice left, right, and center.
0: Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but I actually think four or five costs is not all that challenging in a basic action, especially for the the benefit you're going to reap from them i mean you won't you only really i mean that investigative journalist and journalism i know it's a five cost but you only really need to buy one you could be rolling your whole bag every turn with that if you play it right yeah you're drawing four extra dice you're doubling your dice draw
1: in a turn and then you can either prep all you can prep all of them or you can cherry pick a character or
0: yeah and that's 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 the interesting thing about these that I, I particularly love is that you know if you want to set yourself up for a big turn next turn then you just you know you'll prep the majority of the dice that you draw. If you are looking, like you say, to buy a character and roll it in that turn, you can draw them and roll them. You know, if you if you need spending power there and then, then you've got that too. It's uh, it's got a lot of flexibility. So yeah, I agree. There, so I
1: you you could like. If say say you're rolling this and, well you'd have to have five others to say that you've you've done something already to get, you've rolled six dice you get this and five energy, you buy another one you trigger it churn it through your bag, trigger it again, or would that work? I'm not sure there's, there's shenanigans to be had with it though it's got my mind thinking, that's why I picked that out, because I saw it and I was like there isn't the kind of pxg style churny multiple man we've not seen something like that for a while i'm kind of hoping it will be like that
0: yeah throw it throw a thor global in the mix or something or dark phoenix global mm. to buy them up cheaper and i think it's worth the investment uh it might be a touch too slow but also remember it's a draft pack set so basic action ramp and churn is is just useful for the drafting yeah. of the cards if nothing else yeah yeah uh, the standout for me has got to be, uh, this was one that we revealed on a video we put out on Thursday, the uh, Super Rare Wonder Woman. A Super Rare, you say? sport yes. by the Ministry of Dice, you say? Absolutely, yeah. We had an exclusive first look at the first Super Rare reveal from the DC DM SKC set. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's really exciting. So she's got... Um, She does a spin down to energy and delivers two damage when she's fielded. So she's got this little removal element attached to her. She's got two affiliations, Justice League and Team Superman, which in set, we've seen a card that relies on Team Superman cards. So that might indicate a trend within the set. And she's more or less a reprint of Wonder Woman Reflections, but she, she prevents... Just your opposing when fielded and when attacks, game effects.
1: Whereas Reflections cancelled everybody's. It's good, isn't it? Not only does it have all that, it also has a global as well.
0: Yeah, which does some redirecting of action targeting. So that's a hell of a package. That's a lot of value in one yeah. card. She does. She has a six cost, but I think, I mean, she's a mask. So you've got all that stuff going on with mask synergies and Ascot and... Hmm. and She's a Justice League character, so she'll play well with Green Lantern Human and the new one cost mask Harley Quinn. Oh, by the way, did we mention that yet? You know? So that's um that's my standout. Absolutely. That's 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 the true Mr. Six style of control, all in one card. <laughs> and I think
1: she's she's costed very uh, balanced at six. Well, I think she's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh.
0: Well, I don't. I think you're right. I think a six cost for that level of oppressive control is correct. The problem is, relative to the aggressive wing conditions that she would be a suitable counter for, they they come at a much lower cost comparably, don't they? That's the thing.
1: Mm, but then Asuka, like you quite rightly said, whilst you've got a character there out there, which is what Aska's what two, three, three cost, two costs, uh, three that? cost, yeah, three, three cost that makes all other mask characters too cheaper. yeah absolutely but did you mention a one cost harley quinn
0: yes there is a one cost harley quinn and it's a mass character one cost it's vanilla there's no text on the card we've seen a peek at the full art chase version of it and that's that's something new for the kryptonite crisis set as well that they're not uh, Infinity Gauntlet had full art basic actions. It looks like Kryptonite Crisis is going to be getting full art character cards. Amazing, um, but yeah, one cost mask character with a two two one three three one four four stat line.
1: I have a theory, which may be completely wrong.
0: Well, I'm not convinced by this theory. <laughs> it,
1: if if it's not right, then they should use it in the future is that i think that maybe the dice doesn't have any energy on it no nah, i don't just so. justify one cost four or well, two two three three four four
0: yeah i mean i get what you're saying to put a downside in effect but i just think that they'll be reusing the harley it's the standard harley quinn stats for, and it's the uh the dice symbol is the same as previous images so i think they're just using the same mold
1: yeah i mean it's unlikely but it would be quite cool yeah, I mean, it'd be,
0: a, it'd be a lovely twist, wouldn't it, for everyone to go, yeah. oh, that is so exciting, and then to find that the energy they're so excited to have with their clayface shenanigans or what have you isn't actually there. Or that she's uh, Max Die 2 or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But either way. Uh, but either way, yeah, that's an interesting cool. one to take a look at. Yeah. And then the other one that's a standout for me, if I may, is the Doctor Fate that, that we revealed as well.
1: Because it's cray-cray.
0: It is. It's it's a tough one to get your head round. Go and have a read. In fact, all the cards that we're mentioning and more are on BritRoller6.com. If you go to the unreleased set spoilers page, which is uh, tapped in the menu at the top of the uh, homepage, you'll you'll get taken in. It's got uh, all the Dark Phoenix Saga stuff, but Kryptonite Crisis is a bit further down. There's a shortcut button at the top, um, so you can go and have a look at them. I'll read it out. In the book. Yeah, read it out, then we might have to break it down. Break yeah, it, down. it takes a bit of getting used to. So Doctor Fate is a four cost fist, and he says when fielded, place target character die on Doctor Fate's card and prep any dice you've placed on Doctor Fate's card in your previous turn. If Doctor Fate is KO'd or that die's owner takes damage, prep all dice on Doctor Fate's card. And he's uh, he's got his stats are wacky as well. 0 0 2, 0 3 2, 377.
1: Yeah. Mental. mental so when you field him you put a target character die on his card now, that could be yours or your opponent's there's that doesn't say nice. anything right, yeah. yeah and prep any dice you've placed on his card in a previous turn so I'm stealing your whatever yeah yeah your Wonder Woman and I'm prepping it
0: yeah well you wouldn't be able to because you would prevent when fielded effects <laughs>
1: True story. Well, I'd have, I'd have well, already, speaking, yeah. I'd have already uh, typhoid married her. Right, right. I see. Okay. but okay. Well, that's
0: fine if you want to dump off typhoid Mary.
1: If you want to counter... Okay. Anyway, for, for the example, let's not go... So I've taken your uh, Vanilla Hulk, for argument's okay, sure. sake, uh, and I've put it on my card. And then the next turn, I've taken another one of your vanilla hulks put it on this card and then the one that was on the card then goes into my prep area for next turn yeah so and
0: the way you treat it that's and there's loads of triggers as well so you could field another doctor fate and prep the card that you've robbed you can ko a doctor fate and prep the card that you've robbed a uh, dice that you've robbed or you can uh, damage your opponent and prep the dice that you've robbed and then is that always mine well i don't know i've asked for clarification from WizKids it may by the time this episode comes out, it may may come in. But yeah, you're basically stealing dice. I mean, you can obviously use it on your own as well if you want to do some shenanigans. Yeah, um, around ramping and things. But yeah, it's uh, there's something there on that one. There's definitely something there.
1: I reckon there there are to that. I can't imagine it. It must be like I don't know, confusing. Well, the
0: rule we'll let the rules lawyers, you know, the Discord rules lawyers will get all over it,
1: won't they? yeah so we'll let them punch themselves out let's also way. take a moment to appreciate the stats you read through seven seven yeah on his top three, face three. for a forecast some kind of spin up spin as mystics, so you can use that um is it there's a tanner that does stuff to mystics spinning them up and yeah, down. that's right yeah yeah spin them up when they're fielded
0: I mean, in an ideal world, I think you probably want him on his free fielding cost faces, level one, level two, because you're going to be wanting to field in him, KO him, you know, to do your shenanigans. But nonetheless, yeah, I think stats are definitely the size of stats comparable to the purchase cost is is on a creep. There's no, it's creeping up and up and up.
1: It's a goodie. Very, very wonky ability. What's what's janky? It's
0: janky. Yeah, it's proper jank. That junk AF. Yeah so there you go there's some there's some picks that was kind of like a community focus and a pick of the weekend
1: it wasn't it? it was good i enjoyed it i hope you did too oh, there you go well yeah
0: um there's many more besides uh we've got uh so steve and Jordan over at dm north have also hand, uh, passed along theirs so that gallery is the most complete gallery uh, that you'll find out there at the moment you know unless someone swoops in in the meantime between recording and posting on monday you never know You never know. So you'll find all of those there. Head on over to BritRoller6.com, go to the unreleased set spoilers tab at the top of the page, and you'll go take a peek, and you can see what we've been talking about. Or go and watch my vid that I did on them. Or Or do do both. Yeah, or do both. In fact, do, do, do both. Do, do, both. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, there's there's our community focus. Um, No word on Dark Phoenix Saga, um, but some fun DC Dice Master Superman Kryptonite Crisis stuff. Right, well, welcome back then, dear listeners. And for this segment now, we're going to have a talk about some Infinity Gauntlet combos and team brews that are driven by Andy's challenge. Do you want to tell the listeners about the challenge that you set in our last episode, my man?
1: I'd love to. So we were speaking about what keeps us motivated whilst we're waiting for all the new stuff and all the exciting new cards that we've seen spoiled. And one thing that we could do is have a look at the cards we've already got. It's a novel idea, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. it's unlikely that we have played 100-odd cards to death, so I put the challenge out there for you guys to find that card, that thing that you've seen, you've kind of liked to look at. For me, it, it didn't matter if it was something that was super popular, you just not played with before, or if it's some kind of nugget of randomness that has just caught your eye, uh, and build your team around it. So let's try something new, uh, and we went with a modern team so build a modern team so not all infinity gauntlet and also a golden version to get your gray cells properly working to look back mm. through the back catalog and see what would work well with it
0: absolutely yeah and and we are today going to focus on the modern combos and the modern teams that people we fire over and suggested to us yeah uh, so first things first we should say thank you to jay dana uh, Stephen, we told you Stephen would be up for it, uh, Nick, Rob, and then, of course, we've had a go at a couple of teams ourselves. Thank you, guys, for firing some thoughts and ideas over. Uh, should we start with our own, maybe, and then... Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Um, well, after you, then, sir. So you've you've already kind of mentioned
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit in the intro, so I was looking at... Let me grab that card. It's It's the one that sat at the top of the pile... And you'll hear me rustle around, uh, and I didn't really have any preference on text. It was more the uh, the artwork. I like the Adam Warlock art, artwork from Infinity Gauntlet. I think it's very cool. Uh, quite christmassy whilst i look at it now with the greens and the reds uh but yeah really nice artwork i've don't ask me who it's by or what it is but it's it's cracking caught the eyes obviously in some green space somewhere flying around with his stick uh, and so i had a look at the three versions and went with the energize move target character Die from your field zone to your reserve pool and i thought well if i spam that enough and just get loads and loads of when fielded characters he could potentially kind of just keep them you know energize take them out put them back in the field uh do the when fielded effect again what i found was that our forecast is quite high uh i went with all ig characters in the team because i thought well whilst i'm at it let's try a few others as well so i looked through the when fielded and picked a load of them out uh i think chris mentioned at the end when we were talking about them that asuka may make him a vastly superior Choice mm. uh, to, uh, or it might have been Rob in the comments. Anyway, someone mentioned Asuka, and obviously it's a mask, so you can immediately chop it down in by two, dip half it, or no, it's reduced by two, isn't it?
0: Reduced by two, yeah.
1: Reduced by two, so yeah. So he would be two costs, making him fast no, a lot quicker to uh, to purchase. So he was on the team. There are loads of other cards on the team. If you want to see that, then I am going to unashamedly tell you to go onto the uh, youtube video and check out the team but the one thing i found that he, d- he didn't he didn't blow my skirt up to be fair but someone did and that was the rocket raccoon that does damage when he attacks i think he's the he's fielded yeah when he well, that's that's what i meant when he's fielded i think he's the uncommon one no common one i, I did get it right as the common one so he's a three cost bolt rocket raccoon I'm the baddest and when fielded deal damage equal to rocket raccoon's attack to target opposing character die. Now he's cool because he's got a two, three, four and he does seem to roll on the four quite a lot, uh, okay. which I know is random, but just did. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, just kind of trying to whittle away the field uh, and then attack it. So like he's disp- like disposable, isn't he? So you just field it, do four damage to the opponent's character dice, throw him over into the uh, attack zone do another four damage to something else. So I liked it. I liked that one. And I think I'll probably play with that one more than Adam Warlock. But that's Mm. my um, brief rundown. Not very brief. How about yours? Uh, So there were two
0: cards that, uh, or I say two cards, one card and then one sort of mechanic that I took a close look at. So the win condition that I played around with was Ghost Rider Hellfire, who uh, deals damage equal to his level when he's fielded. I thought, all right, there's a bit of direct damage there. Let's see what we can do with that. And then the mechanic that I took a closer look at was Rush, uh, specifically using Gamora, who rushes with Bolt characters because the Ghost Rider is a Bolt. And incidentally enough, the Rush mechanic is one that cropped up in a couple of the teams that we were sent over. So Dana, for example, his team list was heavily focused on the kind of Guardians of the Galaxy synergy with Rush, where a lot of them kind of feed off and bounce off each other uh, from Rush. And he tells me that uh, he often finds himself rolling lots and lots and dice as a result of it. Scads and scads. Indeed, indeed. Uh, So there's there's something in Rush maybe, or certainly uh, the length and depth at which Rush has been explored is is something that I think I'm I'm noticing both from my own go at this challenge and and, uh, Dana's submission specifically there nice um yeah so gamora was the standout for me she rushes off bolt characters and i've got a load of kind of cheap uh, bolt dice sorry and i've got a load of cheap bolt dice on my team as has dana on his he's using the low cost the two cost rocket raccoon yawning portal with his he's also got star lord on there that rushes off non-star lord guardians so
1: Ooh.
0: there's a whole, whole kind of chain effect there which is really interesting so there you Sounds go. That's cool. what I've been playing around with, uh, and nice. I plan on
1: playing around a bit more with it as well. Cool beans. Let's let's jump into some of the submitted teams we've had.
0: Well, okay, sure. Well, there's one very definitely that caught my eye that I thought, oh yeah, that's uh, that looks fun. So this is one from Jay. Hi, Jay, and he fired a team over to us that is taking a closer look at the re-roll stuff that's going on in the set. So there's quite a few things in Infinity Gauntlet that re-roll dice, most specifically the Doctor Strange. Uh the Super Rare Doctor Strange. While Doctor Strange is active, when you field a Infinity Gauntlet character die, you may re-roll target character dice. And then the Adam Warlock Golden Gladiator who's energised you may re-roll target opposing character die. And what he's done is he's paired that up with, I think, an often forgotten win condition, the Riddler, the creature of pure pride from the Justice Campaign Box, who deals your opponent two damage when they roll or re-roll a dice other than in their roll or re-roll step.
1: Uh, I've got it here. Yeah, you've used that Riddler on me enough times.
0: I have, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I've long since forgotten about him, actually. But uh, I think because he's a six-cost... You know, he kind of faded into the background because he was a bit too expensive for as a competitive win condition, but certainly as a route to doing more with the re-rolling mechanic that's in Infinity Gauntlet. And what Jay's doing there is he's using the Asker discount and Sasha Banks discount to get that five and six cost mass characters, and Warlock and Doctor Strange, for cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one that's that caught cool. my eye, and I was like, ooh... Yeah, I forgot about that, Riddler,
1: And he's got the fancy artwork as well from that dude you like. That's right, Alex Ross, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> well, while we're talking about Jay, he put two teams in, actually, uh,
0: and his second team's really interesting. So he focused on, uh, in his other team that he put over to us, the rare Kang, Peerless General, uh, who reads, while Kang is active, each of your attacking character dice can only be blocked by two or more character dice. So... Uh, and he's paired that up with a couple of WWE cards. Uh, Bobby Heenan, the weasel, uh, which deal uh, makes your opponent lose life for each character that they block with. And then that Ric Flair that you like, the deadly one. Yeah,
1: he's dead good, he is.
0: Yeah. And again, he's relying very heavily on Asuka. Discount to get his hands on Kang and Ric Flair. and
1: Loads of stuff. The collector. Yeah, collector in there. Clayface, um, you- masks all round for that team.
0: Yeah, absolutely, but an interesting twist uh, using that Kang as a, another way of making more out of Bobby Heenan and Ric Flair. So thank you, Jay. Really enjoyed your yeah, team. Really interesting. Very much. It's very cool. Yeah. Where should we go next?
1: I think it would be remiss for us not to mention Stephen, the most prolific team builder we've ever seen, ever.
0: Yeah, this guy is a brewing machine, nonstop brewing. Yeah, now Stephen seems to be – he likes his little combat tricks – the teams that he put over were a combat tricksy. Well, just he just piles it all in, basically. <laughs> piles it all in. <laughs> there's a, a bit of Deadly, a bit of Call Out, a bit of Overcrush. You know, got it all going on there. And then backing it all up with Power Surge to oh, yeah. you know, stat bump and Overcrush. You know, uh, But one thing he has clearly noticed is that there's quite a few characters in Infinity Gauntlet that have two dice sides with burst faces on them. Specifically, Black Swan and Hulk is used in this team. So he's put the uh, Human Warlock, three-cost mass, Pat the Tome, who's got
1: uh, the Spark damage as well. Oh, uh, yeah, because he's got Atlantis in there as well. That's, that's Burst Faces.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's really interesting to see. a little Another little kind of combo thing there. But it is clearly apparent to me that Steve is all about just, you know, whatever you've got going on, I'll just buy this one because you can't do anything about that one. <laughs> you know <laughs> just redirects his his little combat tricks you know got a tune and on there him. as well yeah yeah got it all going on and it's it's a very similar trend in his second team too and the focus of the second team well i'm not fully sure what the focus of the second team is but it appears to me that he's looking to get a really cheap she hulk so the uncommon she hulk which is the eight cost over Crush. <laughs> Says She Hulk costs one less to purchase for each non-villain, non-psychic die in your field zone, and then he's loaded up on some cheap control stuff like Danny Moonstar, uh, the common Istrid Horn, the one that increases psychic costs. He's got a Deadly Gamora in there, and he's got a bit of magic, so he's kind of he's got these kind of control cards uh, in the mix, and then looking to get his his cheap She Hulk out. Um, to get up in his opponent's grill with her massive stats.
1: And she does have massive stats.
0: She most certainly does. Yeah. So thank you, Steve. They were great. Um, And, you know, I think it's uh, another example of, oh, eight cost, nah, dismiss it. You know, well, in actual fact, there's more going on there.
1: Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. I was just looking at that one, thinking about with the fish food team, have that as a, a diversion so that you could chuck in all the one costs in the field and then buy her up. Oh yeah, that's quite a good idea. Yeah, it is, Andy. Yeah, oh, yeah. good work, mate. Um, yeah. Nice thinking. I've got Dana's one in front of me now, which is the one I think I'm playing you later. Spoilers for you guys out there. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm just looking at the clock. We need to rush each other. Yeah, okey doke. Um, and then last, but by no means least, Mr. Wally. Yeah.
0: I've got it open in front of me. Do you want me to? Cr- no. You, you crack on.
1: Uh, Yeah, so this is all
0: about uh, working with the common Spider-Man, Spider-Man responsibility, who has Overcrush, but also says cost one less to purchase for each of your unique active character dice. And he's paired that up with Parasite for the uh, stat bump that that will provide, but then also Instant War to get the sidekicks out so he's looking to get sidekicks out for himself often instant wars used to manipulate your opponent's sidekicks but he's looking to get sidekicks out in the field with instant war and then use that influx of characters out in the field to get spider-man for cheaper so he's got loads of these overcrushing spider-men to hassle his opponent with
1: nice and that now zibrandas yeah, he creates a little deadly token. token really so it's interesting. Two for one, I suppose. He's looking at It's fielded. He gets two characters for the price of one when it's fielded. So immediately reducing down Spider-Man by two.
0: Yes, absolutely. was um, so, clever, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's a bright lad, that, that Barton, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, really interesting. Doing something more with perhaps one of the lesser considered Spider-Men.
1: Yeah, I hadn't even read that one.
0: Yeah, well, in fact, Jocelyn's written about uh, this one recently on uh, DM North. So, folks, you should go check her article out about the uh, Spider-Man.
1: I'll have to go and do that. that.
0: So, again, just uh, taking another little twist. Although uh, Nick did point out in his message, he said, the sad truth is, though, uh, that overcrushing cards like Spider-Man or Black Swan, for example, uh, are always going to get overlooked when you've got Becky Lynch in the meta. True story. True story. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We did actually get a very last-minute addition uh, from our man Rob over at Breath Weapon X. Did we? Yeah, but frankly, Rob, I am dismissing your submission. (laughs) Why? Because let me just name you a few cards on the team. Uh, Becky Lynch, Maiden Island. Drax the Pacifist. (laughs) Cree Captain Warmonger. Clayface, Restless. Booker T, Ringside Announcer
1: gazer evil familiar he's really getting into the depths of his dusty cards there <laughs> Yeah,
0: absolutely well the focus of the team is adam warlock the uh one that you like the energized one. Oh yeah
1: does he got a uh, suker on there uh he has not no uh, it's rubbish then
0: he has not uh yeah rob what 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 <laughs> what Wow. He sent me. He sent me a message uh, explaining how to play them. But uh, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, Booker T and Becky Lynch immediately dismisses you from the challenge. It's Although, just. To
1: it's be fun. fair, I didn't say that it had to be like. I, I said it'd just be cars that you're not played around with yourself. That's for your own peace of mind So I suppose it's valid, but we're out of time. Let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, okay then. As if one challenge wasn't enough in last episode, Andy set two challenges to me. So tell the listeners about your second challenge in our last episode, my man.
1: So we are now getting uh, draft packs again. Some of us will be very excited about that. However, that brings the added complication that there is no campaign boxes that come with our draft packs. So where are we going to store all this stuff? How are we going to transport it? what's what what's going to happen is the world going to blow up uh so i set a challenge to create some form of storage solution uh from our own household stuff Mm. and um with nothing better to do the last two weeks that's what we've done indeed we have (laughs) yeah you first tell me me about this thing you've been spending loads of time on Right, well, it's not, not loads
0: of time, but uh, I found in, we've got one of them cupboards with old boxes and stuff in, and I found the this kind of long, thin, uh, shallow uh, keyboard box. I bought a wireless keyboard a while oh. back, and uh, yeah, so it's this sort of long but shallow keyboard box. Uh, so I grabbed a couple of dice and checked, and it's almost exactly the height of a dice.
1: Well, that is fantastic.
0: Yeah, really good. So uh, I got that, and then I dug out just a couple of random boxes that I've been I've sliced up with a Stanley knife and made some channels, for, you know, to row the dice up yeah. in it. Uh, uh, it was a bit tricky because of the way the lid comes down. It's got one of those like y flaps. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They go on the inside, so I had to kind of sort of do some stuff with that. Um And then, as a finishing touch, I'll admit, I went out and purchased something to enhance the experience. I, I bought some Avengers wrapping paper. Clever. Yeah, and wrapped the box to give it a bit of a kind of superhero-y theme.
1: It a little bit like when you cover your textbooks
0: as a kid? <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that, you yeah. protect them, yeah. Yeah, and it seems pretty solid. I had to tape up the back because uh, it's a bit wobbly. So I've had to strengthen it up with a bit of tape underneath the wrapping paper. Uh, I don't, do you know what It occurs to me now? What I've not done, I've left it upstairs. What I've not done is counted how many dice in oh. sort of fit in it. I should have done that. I've just been using some sidekick dice that I'd lying around to do that. It's all been roughly measured. It's not been fully tested. <laughs> so the channels might be wildly off for all I know.
1: But yeah, that's what I've done. That's what I did. Amazing. And I look forward to seeing a photo of that on the Facebook page. That's the Ministry of Dice on Facebook. That's right. We're on Facebook. Go and like our page. Cool. Right. Well, I had I had a journey uh, investigating and looking into this. I have found that I think the, the one of the things we struggle with is that there isn't a simple storage solution for your Dice Masters set other than something specifically built for a Dice Masters set. Uh, and even then... I mean, I really like my laser cut, OP laser, they not don't exist anymore box. But you can't keep your cards in it, although you can keep loads and loads of dice in it. I thought about a number of things. I thought about putting the cards in like a dictionary. So you could put your A cards under A, your B cards under B. Then I realized that a full set of Dice Masters cards is going to like not fit regardless of the size of your book you're not going to be able to fit in like 100 odd cards it's going to make it look weird so that went in the wayside so i realized that binders are probably the best idea for cards toolbox (laughs) i thought about a toolbox um so what i was thinking is like do you remember in the olden days like what did my dad keep like his nuts and bolts and screws in sure uh, and he used to have these, like, what he did in his garage is he had, like, these jam jars. And then he attached the lids of the jam jars to the underside of a shelf. And you could fill oh. the, fill the like, screw put in, like, your different, like, screws or your bolts, you know, different sized ones. And he'd screw sure. it up to the underside of his shelf. So then he had all these jars along the bottom of the shelves with the different ones he needed. Which is dead clever, but I wasn't going to do that. But I thought <laughs> maybe, like, some jar like jam jars and coffee cans kind of thing you could put, mm. put dice in. Um, aesthetically not that nice on a shelf uh, although I'm liking your wrapping paper idea um, you? but I might start collecting some coffee cans for the dice because at the moment I've just got this big tub that I just chuck them in but I couldn't get through that much coffee in um, in two weeks
0: right <laughs> so I didn't do that
1: <laughs> what other things did I try or think uh, I try I say try I think about um, so I had to think I thought well bollocks to, to storage let's think about like Travel and carrying stuff, um, right. so I thought like you could make like like we talk about blinging up our sets, so I thought about maybe making like a belt that you could fit like your twenty dice, your eight side kicks, <laughs> and your your six action dice, and have it kind of clipped in like a utility belt, okay, um, that would be quite cool, and I thought well, you could go that one step further and have like a a necklace. I'm, so. I'm, I'm hearing a, I'm hearing a lot of thinking here. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking a lot about it. And you could have <laughs> this it? thing like where the little dice fit into a little nook and then you could have like a Mr. T style necklace made out of your team. So when you sit down <laughs> right. at a table, which doesn't happen anymore, but um, <laughs> in your store, you could like literally just unclip your necklace and uh, have all your dice ready and you'd, you'd look all cool, I'm sure, by doing that. But then I realized that the, the solution that was in front of me which is like a dual-purpose solution. So in a takeaway coffee cup, you can fit 20 dice, eight sidekicks, six action (laughs) dice, 10 cards, (laughs) pop the lid on top. And then once you get to to where you want to go, you can take that out. You're saving the environment. You get a refill on it end of the day you wipe it out you put your cards and dice in you click the lid on take it home so just
0: so I'm clear
1: so you're clear you, you have placed
0: 20 dice 8 sidekick dice 6 basic action dice and 10 cards in a portable takeaway
1: coffee cup I like to call it more to- of a Dice Masters travel <laughs> beverage solution <laughs> Okay,
0: <laughs> so you in no way just sort of looked around your desk. He <laughs> you just sent me. I don't know if you just heard that ping,
1: folks, but he's just sent me a picture.
0: <laughs> that doesn't fit. That's sticking out the top.
1: That's fit. You just need to bend the cards in a little bit, and it fits perfect. Even-
0: in my mind's eye, I thought it was like a proper bought-in one, like a nice one. That is just literally—is that not a leftover like McDonald's
1: coffee? <laughs> it's it's, it's my, my McDonald's coffee cup. I had it today, <laughs> and it's perfect. It fits everything you would need, like mod pos, mod mod post, mod pod. Rest its soul. Yeah. Um, <sighs> beats that hand down. All the cards, all right. the dice, and. Environmental <laughs> saving. I don't think you could right. ask for more. Okay. When I sit okay. down and listen to Double Double and Dice, I will use this to drink out of because I always get my favorite beverage. Absolutely. <laughs> Justin says so. But there you go. So, yeah, amazing. Well, thanks. That was
0: uh, quite the engineering feat. I'm impressed.
1: You're welcome. It's fine. Let's put the photos out and then we can get people to like the one they prefer.
0: Yeah, I'll post them on Monday
1: night. <laughs> I'll do a better one for you because I obviously just sent that to you. I will put in because I just use some um, Civil War cards because I've got like five million of them.
0: But yeah, we've all got a lot of Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we are then, folks. We'll put the pictures out on Facebook. So if you guys have got homemade solutions, in fact, a couple of people have already sent us some pictures of their homemade solutions. So I'll make it. I'll do. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the one from Dana, he, he attached it to the team list that he sent. Uh, I don't know if he copied you in. Looks amazing. Well, yeah, 3D, get them on the Facebook. 3D printed thing that, uh, yeah. So we'll get that out on the Facebook, or I'll, I'll put it a, a whole summary blog post or something with everything in it. Um, and you can let us know who you think has come up with the better homemade <laughs> Dice Masters Dice Solution.
1: You are welcome, <laughs> right. everyone out there.
0: Right, let's wrap this up there and move into the outro. <laughs> well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. We did. I think we're pretty long. I mean, I'll edit it down, but I think we might be on the longer side this time round.
1: Oh, well, something to do, with it? Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's all good. It's all good. So, a uh, quick reminder then, head on over to bitroller com if you want to take a look at the spoilers that we've talked about in this episode and uh, the other spoilers as well that we've not, you know, we've only vaguely mentioned. Uh, hit the unreleased set spoilers tab at the top and you can go into the gallery there and then press the button for DC Dice Master Superman Kryptonite Crisis. <laughs>
1: DC SKC DM.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bit of a If you're a bit of a watchy sort, then you can head on over to youtube.com forward slash The Ministry of Dice. And I've done a spoiler post that went out last Thursday. Uh, And then if you want to take a look at our homemade solutions, then it's facebook.com forward slash The Ministry of Dice. Basically, you can't escape us. We're everywhere.
1: Absolutely everywhere. And... Don't forget next Monday to check out Mod Extra. That's our vodcast that comes out on our off weeks from doing the Dice Masters. And that is on the YouTube. You have to search Mod Extra without the E, so M-O-D-X-T-R-A on YouTube and you'll find it. Subscribe to the channel. We'll get our own fancy little URL. And uh, we'll see you there for a bit of nerd talk next week
0: yeah help help us out folks because this whole custom url is like a thing i need in my
1: life it certainly is
0: yeah we need a hundred subscribers and we're on like 30 right now so even if you've got no intention of ever watching guys <laughs> just anyway. subscribe to help me out <laughs> so i can say youtube.com forward slash mod extra just easy
1: easier to say easy.
0: yeah that's uh, it i don't I won't, I won't need any more any more subscribers than that just help us just get to hundred yeah yeah
1: and we will be talking about Smokey and the Bandit. Mm. What What would you not want? What Why would you not want to listen to that? Can't think of anything else I'd rather do in my life. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> all
0: right. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're all off to watch Smokey and the Bandit. We'll see you in two weeks' time. I've been Chris, otherwise known as the True Mr. Six.
1: And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Smokey.
0: <laughs> Ta-ra folks Bye
1: We've been looking at exercise options for me.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Well,
1: maybe just making you walk to the takeaway would be a start. Uh, I think so. I don't know. If I said this before, I feel like an astronaut. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no, I don't think you've mentioned this before. <laughs> astronauts go into space and then the lack of gravity kind of makes them all weak and they have to do exercise up in space. Well, that's mm. the equivalent of me. Like, I've not moved for so long that like I've just started to like, dishevel it's just <laughs> <a> lump <laughs> I to get off of bed earlier and I was like oh, no. <laughs> that's the way that that goes mate yeah. so we've Lock, I've invested, locked down isn't it I've invested in my pers- first bit of exercise stuff you got to do a bit of have you got a Nintendo no oh well, we've got a Wii somewhere it's like in the roof or something.
0: Bit of bit of just dance, mate, that'll see you, right?
1: We have got just dance and I do, do like a boogie. However. However. Tomorrow I will be getting my first my my, my first step to the road of fitness again. With <laughs> Strictly Come dance is Strictly fit, dance (laughs) yourself fit with Ola, Natalie, and Artem. Only (laughs) five pounds.